Behind the Mask Hockey Shops present College Hockey Southwest Live for March 21st, 2021. Tonight's scheduled guest, the NCAA Tournament. Behind the Mask's College Hockey Southwest Live is brought to you by Verizon Wireless. Experience Verizon's 5G and 5G Ultra Band for business. Verizon Wireless 5G, built right. By Bell Ford. See our award-winning dealership at 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix or go to bellford.com. The NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV and watch the best in college hockey all season long. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go behindthemask.com and gear up for the new season on ice or in line. Cold Beers and Cheeseburgers, 12 Valley locations, two in California. Your home for sports, craft beers, made-to-order burgers. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. For the best margaritas and more, go to MexicanMoonshine.com to see how you get your bottle today. UNLV Hockey, ACHA Division I Hockey under the bright lights of Las Vegas. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Stop in and pick up any of our award-winning sauces on your way home at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Caesars Entertainment Resorts. Anywhere you want to go, you can bet there's a Caesars Resort in the center of the action. Burrito Express, the East Valley's home of the always available breakfast burrito. Go to burritoexpress.com for the location near you. And by College Bar and Grill at 740 South Mill Avenue in Tempe. ASU alumni owned and operated. College Hockey Southwest Live presented by Behind the Mask is part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right, welcome in, hockey fans. Hopefully you can hear me, as I am now having communication problems. Uh, but this is College Hockey Southwest Live. So uh, we are uh, trying to wing it tonight, folks. It is Selection Sunday. Not the time we wanted to wing it, but... Scott Strandy outside the beautiful Orleans uh, Arena just after a Henderson Silver Knights game. Um, uh, and Paul Hornstein, I think uh, he is with me out on Long Island, New York. Paul, how are you? Uh, I'd be doing better if we had all the equipment issues uh, taken <laughs> care of. This was I, not the best day for my phone to crap the bed, but it no, did. I, I, you know what? And I just had my whole podcast system hooked up and working great, and all of a sudden, you came on and I heard nothing, so uh, good. I good. I I improvised and put my uh, AirPods in, and uh, that's how I'm talking to you. So hopefully you can hear me. I can hear you. Um, just my headphones uh, <laughs> not working because I have not had a chance to pair them up yet. So I'm literally I. I, I but we we couldn't not do the show. Uh, absolutely, because. My goodness, is there chaos, as you had hoped for, um, all over the place. I mean, there's going to be so much discussion on this. Um, I don't even know where to start. But, well, how uh, about this? Because, and this is the God's honest truth, I literally got the app loaded about two minutes ago, and was <laughs> so busy looking at that, that, oh, I have no idea who's in. I have no idea. <laughs> Who's not in? I, have I know. No, well, good. I'm glad one of us has to know. I mean, I don't, I'm sitting here trying to get it set up on my computer so that I can at least have the bracket in front of me while we talk about this. But okay. I honestly haven't had a chance to do any of it yet. I, I hear you. 
Well, well, let me tell well, you. I'm about... glad you hear me because that's the only thing that's what seems to be working right. Yeah, well, you sound good. So as long as I sound good, I think we're okay. The only problem I'm going to have might be playing some ads here, but um, I think our partners know this is College Hockey Southwest Live, presented by Behind the Mask, our good friends at Behind the Mask. Uh, this week, Paul, as uh, I mentioned on, tw- on uh, social media, that we will be doing all shows, all four shows at 6 p.m. Mountain Time this week for great reasons. Number one, uh, for tonight, the, the selection show just ended, so let's get the news out there. Uh, secondly, on uh, Monday night is a professional hockey one. I didn't want to mess things up, so I said, let's just do that at 6 o'clock. And then Tuesday, I will be watching the uh, Arizona Coyotes and the Colorado Avalanche, so we needed to do that one early, and I think it will also help if we're able to get some coaches on with us uh, to give them a little time. Right. And then, uh, of course, on Wednesday – I will be back here at the Orleans Arena for uh, Henderson Silver Knights and uh, the uh, Colorado Eagles. So uh, we need to do that a little early, Stephen Marsh and myself, so we will. Um, While you're getting set up, let me just throw out a couple of college hockey things. Today I got a chance to see Brinson Passionate play an entire game. I had that that, look. What about Um, Steen? Don't forget Steen. Yeah, Steen Steen wasn't in the lineup. Uh, He was a scratch again tonight, but... uh, Brinson was, uh, I'm going to be fully honest, and I understand he's a rookie, but he uh, he had some rough moments. Uh, it's a learning curve uh, to sure. be able to play defense at the professional level. But uh, all in all, I, I think he did okay. I put a Brinny cam up. I, I know you love my nicknames. But so I, I, put a Brinny, I put a Brinny cam up about uh, nearly a minute of one of his shifts, uh, a little bit like that. It was uh, – World Down Syndrome Day today, and it was really cool that both teams came together uh, with a young man with Down Syndrome from San Jose that traveled with the team, I guess, uh, and brought him out onto the ice, and uh, both teams stood on one one blue line, so that was kind of cool. They also wore mismatched socks, which I thought was really cool to uh, to uh, honor the uh, everybody that's suffering with the Down Syndrome, so... Congratulations to the uh, Barracuda and the Henderson Silver Knights. Game turned out a uh, another win for the Silver Knights. They are now, I believe, 13-2-2, and the best start ever from a franchise team in the AHL, uh, undefeated at home, and um, they just they just keep getting better. It's, it's crazy. Okay. How was it that, with in the building? It was awesome. I, I commented <laughs> earlier, and I sent a tweet up. When I walked into the Orleans today, um, I could smell the concessions, right? I, yeah. I went up the stairs, and lo and behold, there was Mr. M Drive, Jeremy Roenick. Nice. Uh, he was promoting a popcorn brand, of all things, Okay. at, at, at the Henderson Silver Knight thing, so that was cool. You could hear the fans and see the fans um, bustling around. They were very, very good fans. They, they stayed socially distant. For the most part, I think they kept their masks on unless they were eating or drinking. And uh, they also waited to be uh, relieved by section after the game. Which, so nice. a, a lot of good things. About 1,300 people, I think, is what they, they call it a sellout right now. So they're, they're working on ways and trying to get more people in. Uh, oh. I've heard talks about vaccinated people might get a preference where they could sit a little closer together. Sure. Um, so, yeah, there's, uh, there's all kinds of things going on. Awesome. Awesome. Good, good to hear. And listen, you know, if, if, if the only issue is is that Brinson needs to work hard to, 
to he'll do that. That's not even a, that's not even a question. So well, and the thing of it is, he played he's played all fifteen games for them right now. Or four coming sure. in 14, 15 out of sixteen. I guess he's been in the lineup. Okay. So that tells you that they like him. They're working. I saw he worked a little on the power play uh, in the third period, which is you know where his strength is. I think right um, moving the puck on the power play. So. Uh, congratulations to Brinson. I will see him a few more times this year, I believe, before things are done. So that's my college update. Uh, well, as, as all right. Are, well, you got something else? Well, we, we uh, I mean, I guess we can talk about it Tuesday, but we, we can't be remiss and, and, and not get into the fact that uh, Colorado College will be looking for a new coach. So, uh, yeah, Mike Cavillan, uh, the way it was worded leads you to believe it was kind of a mutual agreement, but um, you never know about wordings on right. press conferences. So press we had, to, we had so. to mention it. So Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. All right. Okay. So Let me know so, when you want me to look at the brackets. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you in about uh, two minutes. Uh, okay. Selection Sunday happened today. Um, right. As we know, this is a COVID year, so everything is crazy. Um, as far as all things were done, Paul was begging for tapes uh, from the uh, selection committee really so we can find out how they made their minds up on the teams that were in there. Um, what I can tell you is uh, North Dakota, the number one overall seed, um, Boston College, the number two overall seed, Minnesota, the number three overall seed, and Wisconsin, the number four overall seed. So before we get into breaking down these, Paul, um, that game that I watched Friday at 2.07 p.m. in Mankato, Minnesota, right. that cost the Minnesota State Mavericks a number one seed. Oh, and, yeah. And instead of uh, being the number one seed uh, in Loveland, <laughs> they are going to be the number two seed in Loveland. Um, so they get Quinnipiac, and Minnesota gets the number one seed there and they will draw Omaha, and let's start right in Loveland. <laughs> okay, I, okay. Um, let's start right there with what's going on there, because um, as I expected, as I, okay, let me rephrase that. Not as I expected, but um, I, I was so thrilled that I didn't even have to text uh, Matthew, the SID over at uh, Denver, who is the, in charge of Loveland. He texted me, he said, how many? <laughs> I said, just me this time, Matthew. He said, okay, got it, you're in. Uh, so thrilled thrilled to have that connection with our friends in Denver, and I'm sure that was a little sour taste because they are not in the tournament for the first time in 12 years. It's, it's Consecutive it, years. It, it seems weird um, to not have Denver in the tournament. Uh, I, I, I will sit there and, and, and tell you that uh, – um, it, that was, I'm sure, one of the tough decisions that was made by the committee. And this is where we want the tapes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I I would tell you had Denver hung on and won that semifinal game, oh, I couldn't. I mean, I can't tell you. I'm just going to sit here yeah. and tell you I think that's clearly – the, the, the I was I was getting worried because I was wondering if you were in that room instead of having phone problems and you were just like uh, kind of getting uh, out of the room now or whatever. But <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I would sit here and tell you that um, you know I'm just my my assumption is if Denver had hold on and won that last game, 
and got to the conference finals. They might have gotten in over Omaha. I, I, I know David Carl is is going to sit there and be like, you know, we beat Omaha. We had a better record than them head to head, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, in the end, they, they, they took the regular season, at least in that case. And, <laughs> and decided okay. that, you know, Omaha was the team that got the fourth bid out of the NCHC. And I'm sure that that is going to be where some of the controversy is. I have not seen or heard any comments from anybody uh, out of the selection committee. Because literally, like I said, I literally got the app because my phone was under. I literally got it in two minutes before we had to start the podcast. Uh, okay. So let, let's break down Loveland, the, the teams that I'm going to see on uh, Saturday and Sunday. Um, Minnesota versus Omaha, Minnesota State, Quinnipiac. Um, uh, good, that might be the best. Well, they're all going to be good, but that might be the best because um, you got two Minnesota teams. Okay, and let me step back. Um, this is the first time in history that all five Minnesota uh, Division One hockey teams are in the NCAA tournament at the same time. So uh, that that to me is is shocking, uh, right off of the get go, and wow. it's also a bit suspicious. Sorry, my my dear Minnesota <laughs> friends, but uh, and I'm, I'm going to get you to the one that I told you I don't think should be in there. And it's pretty darn close to my hometown. So um, we'll get to that in a minute. But just your thoughts on that bracket, Paul. Well, I mean, honestly, I guess they're giving Quinnipiac credit for their winning percentage during the season. Once again, regular season. Um, I I don't know uh, if head-to-head. I mean, Quinnipiac has some good players, uh, including their, their, their leader, Odin Tufto. But I, I don't think that they're a better team than Omaha. And I think that uh, Minnesota State got the break in that bracket of having to play Quinnipiac in the first round as opposed to the Omaha. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean that Minnesota State will walk all over Quinnipiac. Um, there's a lot of pressure. Where there will be a lot of uh, a lot of self-imposed pressure on Minnesota State in that game because they have yet to win an NCAA tournament game, and they've had some really good teams, especially in the last few years. And you know that fan base right now is already holding their breath. Oh, you know what they're holding their breath for. First and foremost, Quinnipiac. No, first and foremost, do they start in the afternoon or the evening session? Uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's what they want to know. Now we're talking. We're talking about the NCAA tournament, not the conference tournament, where Minnesota State was, as you can see, with a two seed, was 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 considered a lock to get in. You know, it's not like it was even close with them. So, 
No, I, I'm talking about the fans don't want their team to play in the afternoon. Believe me, I heard from about oh, oh well. two dozen of them saying, please, please, can we get the evening game so we don't have to be the afternoon team that uh, that struggles to play in the afternoon. Uh, well, so, here's, 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 here's what I'll say about that. So I'm sitting there and I am ESPN. Okay. Uh, let's see. How do I bracket this on Saturday? Um, Minnesota State with Quinnipiac, the smaller school, but East Coast. Or Minnesota, the quote unquote blue blood and the name brand. Guess what? Mavericks fans, and I'm not rooting against you, my buddy Boblin Maverick there on Twitter, okay? Uh, I'm not rooting against him, but he's getting a day game. Yeah. <laughs> he's getting the day game. I'm telling you that now. Yep, I agree 100%, he's my friend. absolutely getting the day game, especially since it's the Saturday-Sunday bracket, and you're going to have the two regional finals on that day on top of it. Yes. Yep. So you're um, getting a day game. Okay. So that's Loveland, Colorado in the uh, the West Regional. And, um, and I, I don't – I mean, that could be a bracket where you see an upset. Um, Isaiah Seville in goal for, for Omaha is a good enough goalie to stand on his head. And the team is good enough in front of them where if, if the Gophers come in and don't have their heads on right, it could be a long afternoon, a long evening. Okay. That, that sounds like a little um, perhaps foreshadowing, but we'll see. Um, it's, let's, it's move, just... let's, let's move across country, Paul. Let's go to kind of your neck of the woods, the same state. Can I say that in Albany? Yeah. It's about, I think Bridgeport is actually closer, especially if I took the ferry, but uh, it's, uh, even if I drove, Bridgeport is closer than Albany, by the way. Okay. So we're going to Albany next. Uh, The uh, number one seed, the number two overall in that bracket, Boston College gets Notre Dame. I'm sorry. I I didn't mean to laugh at that one, but do you know how Notre Dame got that bid? Uh, finishing ahead of Michigan in the regular season. No. You know how they got that bid? They were a fill-in for St. Lawrence, who had to bow out of the tournament after oh, winning the that's, tournament. That's what that means. Okay, I, like I said, I, hadn't, I literally yes. haven't seen the brackets, and I was wondering where the heck. Okay, let me take it one step more bizarre. The one COVID-positive case from St. Lawrence that knocked them out of the tournament came from their coach. Oh. <laughs> now, I think there's a problem here. I think I think you got to use some common sense. I mean, those kids work their tail off. How in the world? And what in the world happens if that coach has a, uh, a false positive? Then what do you do? Because uh, you're taking a team that won their way in, really won their way in, and then is out, and then the team that goes in is Notre Dame? Oh, oh my oh. goodness. Wow. Now you're talking chaos, my friend. Chaos. Uh, and I, I, uh, well, and the chaos is 
if if the, is is that are we sure that that's the team that yeah, went that's, in? That's what I saw on the thing. It it, it was clearly uh, this came from another reputable website, but they said Notre Dame was the replacement team for St. Lawrence that bowed out due to COVID protocol. And then it was followed up by another um, trusted source, I would say, that said that the head coach, or I don't know if it's a head coach or not, I'm a, I don't, a coach, one coach, one single positive case from a coach at, uh, at St. Lawrence is how they were bumped from the NCAA tournament. Could it be more COVID-y than that? <laughs> no. Well, we, we knew that this was a possibility. We did. We, we still got to get the coach. we still got to get the Thursday, Friday, or Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, yes, we do. And do we know what happens if somebody no. else? I don't know. I, I mean, I'm sure somebody's got a plan, but it's not been made announced to me. So, okay, so so Albany, New York, well, gets Boston just, College, and Notre Dame. By the way, oh, nuts! It's beyond nuts. It's crazy. Because first of all, so what you're saying is. If Notre Dame was specifically the t- the next team in, yes, Notre Dame finished. Um, I guess they went by even with going by points percentage. Uh, Notre Dame finished ahead of Michigan in the Big Ten. Well, well, Michigan is in the tournament, Paul. So no, no, but that's my point. Oh, okay. If you're saying that, if you're saying that. Notre Dame specifically was the fill-in. That, that's what I'm seeing. I, now, I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to say that that's fact. I'm just telling you that's what I saw what, from what I would call reputable sources. So we'll, we'll see. It, it'll get to the bottom of it. but Well, because – no, because, you see, see now, you, you can't – Michigan is a two-seed. Yeah, I know. So if Michigan is a two-seed and they finished – not only behind Notre Dame in the Big Ten standings, okay, they finished behind them in points percentage too. So it's not like they went strictly by points. So in the NCHC, the committee went by the quote-unquote regular season. But in the Big Ten... <laughs> They said, screw the regular season, and we're putting Michigan in as a two-seed. And Notre Dame only gets in because St. Lawrence. And they are, in fact, the number four seed. They're the four seed in that that bracket because they're taking on the number one seed, Boston College, to open it. No, no, I get that. So you're telling – so what you're saying, once again, so you're saying if Notre Dame is the fill-in, that means they were team number 17 despite finishing ahead of Michigan in the standings. And Michigan is not only not a four seed, they're a two seed. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. So we got, we're going to go over the chaos in review here, but let's get through the brackets to make sure we get that done before we run out of time. Uh, <laughs> Wait, you okay. still got a half hour to go. Don't worry about that. We're not even through the brackets yet, Paul. We're not even through two brackets yet. No, I know okay. that. So the other bracket in Albany is St. Cloud State and Boston University. That, my friends, will be a hockey game. Uh, maybe. 
nah, it, it's going to be a hockey game. It's going to be a really I'm, good listen, hockey game. I'm not saying no, but BU, and I have friends who went to BU, okay, um, they played a dozen games. I know. I know. <laughs> so do we really – I mean, we could sit there and look at their roster and say, oh, they have this many NHL draft picks on it. But that's all you can go by because do we really know how good they are? No, we don't. We don't know who. Because who, who, if you haven't played at least 20 games, um, I have how seen, can you even determine uh, how good you are or aren't? Because I have seen less of Hockey East this year than I probably have in the last four or five years. There wasn't anything to see, my friend. Uh, I, I, I get it. I, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not arguing that. I'm. I mean, yeah, I know. you played I know. 14 games. Yeah, I know. I know. It, it, it's crazy. We knew this was going to happen. I, I'm just a little bit surprised sorry, by it 50, because they played 15. Yeah, 15 games. Well, I can't. Still, I can't even 12, read 14, this thing. 15 doesn't matter. I, I can't even read the standings because I. This is ridiculous. I can't even read the standings. Because uh, they're they're so mumbo jumbled that I can't. But either way, fourteen, fifteen, that's at least a half a dozen games less than just about everybody else. Yes. If so, so the committee went like you said on draft picks on their team and by history and uh, by playing in the East. I think if you played in the East, you maybe got. Nah, I can't even say that because. The, the, the one team that I'm really upset about not getting in is is Army because I thought they really battled their way. Uh, I know they lost another heartbreaker in their conference championship game. but Or um, semifinal. Yeah, semifinal. I'm sorry. But okay. but they battled from from the very start. And they, were, they played some pretty impressive games this year. And I thought if there was ever a year where they should have been rewarded for it, it should have been this year. So. Well, they got, uh, they got Black Knights. I am on your side. They had one loss, and that was in that sem- conference semifinal, in like the last dozen games. Yep, and and obviously that didn't count for anything. Yep, and totally by the way, hold on. Okay, you can't say that you didn't take them because they got beat by Canisius in the semifinal. And you yeah. took, made Michigan a four, a two seed, and you went by the regular season in the NCHC. Yeah, exactly. All, All right. right. By the way, and we didn't even get to the WCHA yet. No, we're going there, but we're going to take a quick break as soon as you finish what you're on your topic you're on right now. So I'm going to be. It's going to be the same topic, but it doesn't matter. So, <laughs> I mean, okay. there was, and and this is where the controversy is going to be. Zero consistency. Yes. Yep. Zero. Yep. We knew it. We all knew it. Um, and it happened. So uh, let me try this. Uh, I'll ask Terry back at the uh, at the home home base there to let me know uh, right away if she can on the text whether she can hear these ads playing or not. Because if she can't, there's no sense in me wasting the time on it because we've got plenty to talk about. So oh, we yeah. will make up to our partners if we need to. But let me give it a shot and see if they sound okay coming right from me. Here we go. Behind the mask, 
we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. If you live in the Valley, you know that there is no shortage of great Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. From the breakfast, burritos serve all day to combination plates for lunch. Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen. Try all of our authentic Mexican recipes at any of our six East Valley locations, from Scottsdale to Gilbert and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to BurritoExpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery. Hi, everybody. This is Jay from OxyPal. You probably know our products for being used on your gear to eliminate the odor and bacteria from your sports gear and, and your gym and all that stuff. Um, in, in light of current events, uh, we have uh, switched up and added a new product to our production line. It's called our Have a Nice Day Hand Sanitizer. Um, it is exclusively for use on your skin, whereas our other uh, products have been exclusively for use on your fabrics and, and, and gear. Uh, this product is available here at my shop. It's available on my website at www.oxypow.com. And you can pick it up or we can ship it to you anywhere in the United States. At the heart of any good cocktail is the quality of the spirit used. And if you want to make the best margaritas, or if you just want a straight shot of the best tasting tequila, then Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila is the brand for you. Award-winning Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila has the taste you want to make perfectly blended cocktails, whether you're celebrating an overtime game winner with friends or relaxing by the pool after a long work day. Find your bottle, be it in Arizona or elsewhere in the U.S. Visit us at MexicanMoonshine.com. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, award-winning taste since 2011. top teams. America's number one conference is back. See every play, every hit, every goal on NCHC.TV. Your home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere from the start of the season leading up to the frozen face-off. If it's NCHC hockey, it's on NCHC.TV.
All right. Welcome back in hockey fans, college hockey fans, NCAA hockey fans to College Hockey Southwest Live presented by our good friends and partners over at Behind the Mask, BehindTheMask.com or any one of the three locations in the Phoenix metro area. You can get everything that you need to outfit yourself, your uh, kids, your wife, your girlfriend, your uh, mother, your grandmother, whoever needs hockey gear. Get it all for them behind the mask. How's that for a spot? I like it. By the way, <laughs> just 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 to, to back up what uh, what I'm talking about. If you look at the BU roster, they've got a dozen <laughs> NHL draft picks on it. They've got double digit players from the National Development Team uh, Program. My my point is not that they necessarily didn't belong, or they're not talented enough to be in the tournament. I don't want anybody to misunderstand uh, what I'm getting at, but it still doesn't change the fact that they were very inconsistent in how they decided who was going to be uh, in the tournament. And if you want to talk about, you're going to sit there and say, well, they took travel into consideration. Uh, No, they didn't. Um, Because St. Cloud is in Albany. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let 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 and me give a little hypothesis. Can can I get a hypothesis in there for you, Paul? You can. Well, I don't yeah, know. If I'll listen to it, but you can. Yeah, you will. You, you you may you may not have an opinion. Well, you'll have an opinion on it too. I say they put how many NCHC teams in the tournament? Four. Okay. How many Big Ten Big Ten teams do they have to put in the tournament then? Oh, well, how many did they have to put in, or how many did they put in? Oh, uh, both. They put in how many? Well, they put in four. Okay. Who are the two biggest power conferences in college hockey? Um, I get that. Okay. And then then let's go to the East Coast. But now, who are the power, who are the power I'll say it again. I'll say who are again. the power brokers on the East Coast? Boston oh. U and Boston College. Right. And some of the teams that are the normal powerhouses took themselves out. Clarkson, uh, the, a lot of the teams in, in Hockey East, the Ivy League schools, they took themselves out. So, so that's no problem for the committee. So in, in, when I look at this thing from 30,000 feet, I look at it as, okay, let's satisfy kind of our NCHC guys by giving them four. Let's also satisfy our Big Ten partners by giving them four, so we can say, okay, now that's eight, that's half the field. So now let's mix up the other half with with the teams that won their conference and had to get in, AIC, uh, St. Lawrence before. Um, I don't know what would have happened. Well, see, but no, but that's, but that's why I asked the question. If you have Notre Dame as the four seed, if they were the next team up and replaced St. Lawrence, Yes. Okay. So then you didn't really put four Big Ten teams in the tournament. You only put three. The fourth uh, one got in. Well, I see what you're saying, and I know where you're going with this. Um, maybe, but maybe not. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. That's well, not that, even good. Let's not go down that road because that's a whole nother show, at least, to uh, figure out what they decided they were going to do. Um, well, and I have, like I said, I haven't seen any comments or, or releases or, or, or quotes or yeah. anything. So I'm not, 
<laughs> so this is strictly the eye test. Okay. All right. So let's jump. We're going to save the number one seat for last. So we're going to go to Bridgeport. Okay. Um, part of that's because it's close to you, and I just like giving you the top billing. Wow. <laughs> that's okay. foolish on your part. But. I I know, but uh, uh, where do I go on this one? Wisconsin, yes, good team. Uh, probably deserved that spot. I'm not going to say that because they, they played really well, and I happen to see quite a few of their games this year. Um, they go up against Bemidji State. I would have bet you $1 million this morning that Bemidji State would not be in that tournament. I watched them uh, in person two days ago. Um, they lost. Right. They lost to Lake Superior State, who eventually won the uh, WCHA tournament and got their automatic bid. But it wasn't close, Paul. And I've seen Bemidji State four times this year on TV. Um, Bemidji State did not deserve that spot. Um, and you're going to find out in that game, Wisconsin got a gift because it, it's going to be ugly. It might be the ugliest game of the tournament. Well, let me um, ask you a question. Once again, hey, you eight, you six guys or whoever made these decisions, okay, you put, you gave Bemidji State an at-large bid over Bowling Green? Or Army? Or, Ar well, forget forget Army. We're, we're, they definitely pro – I, I like you, Black Knights. I'm not forgetting you. That's Paul Hornstein. I'm forgetting not forgetting you. them either, but <laughs> – but when you do stuff like this, you have to go conference, conference first. And Bill Foley, if you're listening, I'm cheering for your Black Knights. God darn it! Well, okay. listen, go I'm not going to try. I'm not trying to piss off my landlord either. <laughs> um, but the fact of the matter is, before you can deal with a comparison from outside the league, you have to compare inside the league. And how did Bemidji State, who had a poorer points percentage than Bowling Green if the regular season means anything <laughs> or apparently it, or I guess it only meant some in certain conferences exactly uh, uh, once again I, I don't care how you decide well I do care but mostly because I want to know what was said I want the right. tapes damn it um, <laughs> you well, don't I mean, think in Bowling Green Ohio right now they're steaming Oh, I would hope so, because they deserve to be there. Well, they uh, certainly deserve to be there. They finished ahead of Bemidji. Okay, and let me tell you one more thing, okay? I happen to see, uh, let's see, four, uh, five, six, seven games of the NCHC tournament, all of them. And I saw two games of the WCHA tournament, um, because basically that's all the time that I could muster up. I couldn't be anywhere else. <laughs> while games are going on. Blown but anyway, yourself, Blown yourself. Let's go. Uh, so so I saw those, and I will tell you, and again, this is going to sound like a homer, because, oh, you added Denver uh, and Colorado College and Air Force. No, you are. Uh, but that's okay. besides the point. But, but let me – no, I'm not a homer. If I was a homer, I'll tell you that, that I'd be so thrilled over the five Minnesota schools getting in. Uh, <laughs> there's no but, homer in that. But anyway, what I'm telling you is Denver – played Omaha, who's in the tournament, and beat them in the conference tournament. Right. Denver, shorthanded, I might add, without some of their top players. Uh, in their second semifinal game, they went up against number one North Dakota 
at the Ralph Engelstead Arena, the home of the Fighting Hawks. 97. And, and they were 90 seconds away from winning that one and yep. went to overtime. And except for a couple of bonehead plays, including a penalty, were, were going to probably win that game in overtime, as shocking as that sounds. Um, so Denver in, and then in the regular season, and here's where I agree with coach Carl, they were set. Everybody said, Oh, they can't, they can't possibly get in there under 500. Well, have you looked at how many games Denver had to, to miss out on, uh, for starters and the way that their competition was, they had the hardest schedule in hockey, maybe other than ASU, ASU might've been number one, the hardest, but but Denver lost out on two games against Colorado College. They'd swept them the week before. They were bumped out of those. If they go, if they go and sweep those two games, then they're at that magical 500. They beat Omaha. They're up one. It, that was not their fault. Those games were, were COVID canceled, so they didn't get a chance to play them. So you can't punish that team for that. If you're going to give, if you're going to give Boston U or Boston College, or anybody out east that played 15 games, if you're going to give them the benefit of the doubt, then you've got to give Denver the benefit of the doubt. Uh, no, they don't. Well, clearly they don't. But, but that's <laughs> no, what I'm don't. saying. But that's where the fight is, right? You, you, once again, okay. I want those tapes, baby. I <laughs> want those well, tapes. David Carl... Um, he has a right to be upset in my, in my opinion, because like I said, he had this, I think he had the second hardest schedule. And I said that before the pod started, I looked up their schedule. You heard me directly. I said, Denver is going to have a tough, tough road getting through these because I know every game is tough in the NCHC, but these were back to back to back to back with nothing uh, to prepare you for it, except a few practices at home. No consistency. So, there's just there, there's there's. I, I dare anybody to tell me there was consistency in their decisions. No, there was not. Okay, so Wisconsin, and that's and that's and that's whether you think Denver should be in or not. Yeah, absolutely. There is there are other you teams look that should be in that aren't. If you, if you look at the decisions that were ultimately made, there was no consistency. Fact. Okay, so back to Bridgeport. Wisconsin, Bemidji State, one bracket. The other bracket, Lake Superior State and Massachusetts. Um, that is going to be another good game, really good game. The first one, blowout. The second one, a really good battle. Lake Superior State impressed me. If you saw my tweets, I think I counted 15 international players on that team. And I told you, Paul, off, uh, off the air that uh, – Lake Superior State is a scary team. If they all come together, and because those guys can play hockey, you just got to be able to mix a Japanese player, a Latvian player, a German player, a Canadian player, a Swedish player, uh, a Slovakian player. You got to go down the list and, and put these guys all together. First of all, you got to get them to speak the same language, hockey. But, oh, well, uh, that, that is the one language they probably understand. Yeah, well, I know it is, and that's why when they start coming together with the other little things, look let's out. Do, let's, let's just let's just just so people in uh, Sweden, Belarus, Canada, obviously Germany, okay, um, U.S. obviously, 
Um, and Japan. oh, by the way, one of those one of those American players from North Carolina, another one from Florida. Okay, uh, Japan, Slovakia. Where are you a goaltender from, Paul? And Latvia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, the Latvian's a goalie. Just stop the puck. I don't care whether you stop it. <laughs> okay, so Lake Superior State wins the WCHA tournament, gets their auto bid against Massachusetts. Who, uh, you know, I mean, they're, they're always solid. That they, they, they are who they are. Uh, so I've got no problem with UMass getting in. Um, so anyway, that'll be kind of fun. If, if you're bored, go up to Bridgeport, get on the ferry, go see that one because that, that's going to be, be okay. It could, it could be Lake Superior State in Wisconsin. Uh, in the finals of that uh, bracket. Mm. Okay. I, I have to spend the next 24 hours figuring out <laughs> uh, how to make that work. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and let's move our way to Fargo, North Dakota. Just passed there uh, a couple, three, four days ago, something like that. Right. Um, beautiful city, beautiful arena. The home team there is going to be North Dakota. Uh, however many fans they decide they're going to let in, a uh, majority of them are going to be North Dakota fans. Um, let me let me tell you this, and you you don't like it when I say this, but I, after watching them play, they are the franchise, and I call Tom them the Keever franchise. Is not on that roster. Yeah, they they are the franchise, and that's because they have every piece. If there was a team this year that was going to win the whole thing, it was going to be North Dakota because they've got goal scorers, they've got role players, they've got great defensemen, probably uh, probably four guys that could be on the Senators right now well, um, playing defense. You and I could play for the Senators right now. <laughs> Sorry, Joey. I didn't mean that. Well, uh, but part anyway. of that is because half of them are hurt, but that's besides yeah. the point. Yeah. Especially but anyway, the goals. They got I think defense. They're... And they've got a guy named Adam Shield who uh, is about as steady as a rock in net. And he doesn't have to be spectacular because his team doesn't hang him out to dry very much, if at all. So uh, he just has to stay steady, stop the puck, uh, control the rebounds, and it's steady as she goes. None of these cartwheel goal, goalie saves or, or wild kick saves or flailing the arms or whatever, none of that is needed at North Dakota. So uh, look out for the franchise. Um, they will play AIC who, uh, right here. And I'll give you a second, uh, just a second. Uh, sitting here in Las Vegas, if you think that you can't go from the ACHA to the NCAA, think again and look at Elijah Bariga, who played for AIC, uh, spent a year, maybe two here at UNLV, and then got bumped up to uh, a scholarship offer from AIC. And he didn't just fill the spot. He's playing like a stud, a real stud. So uh, congratulations to Elijah. I know uh, people in Vegas listening. Uh, watch easy. That's all I have to say. Easy. Just watch easy uh, for AIC. And they will have their hands full with North Dakota, but uh, it'll be fun to watch. Paul, go ahead. Oh, first of all, you know, the, 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 you know, it is that league that has turned this into a tournament that creeps closer and closer to the basketball tournament all the time. 
Um, when you which go league back, are you speaking of? I'm sorry. Which league are you speaking of? Atlantic Hockey. Okay. Okay. Between Air Force and AIC, over the last few years, okay, those teams have gone in have turned in the last ten years. Uh, though the, those teams out of Atlantic Hockey have been the ones pulling the big upsets in the hockey tournament the last 10 years or so. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just, just uh, ask Frank territory. Well, yeah. And, I mean, <laughs> air force and, and, and you throw them in there and, and, and the fact is those teams come in there with nothing to lose. Zero. Absolutely nothing to lose. Okay. And I don't care how good uh, uh, the other team that they're playing is. Now, listen, it may be this year that North Dakota is just so good they could ma- they can mail it in. Can we just call them like they are the franchise? Can we just uh, go with North that? Dakota. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, could well, they be... They, 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 they could be that much better where they, where they could quote unquote mail it in. But you know, that's that's where those upsets happen. Now, do I think that AIC is is good enough to do that? I don't know. I, I mean, I just I I don't know. If they have enough up and down the lineup, because the one thing you know about, like, say, those Air Force teams, is they're pretty evenly divided talent-wise from first line to fourth line. Not because yeah, they're any point. better than it's just it's just the nature of the beast. Okay. Um, and not that I like agreeing with you in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> but, okay. I mean, I haven't really seen... Uh, North Dakota has been far more consistent than some of the other teams that I think are as talented as they are. Because they're the franchise. Um, and there are two other teams in that bracket. Yeah, let's get to those. I'd say the very best. By the way, that's your primetime game on Friday. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm telling you. That is the primetime game. The two-time defending champion Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs will take on the Michigan roster that is loaded with uh, draft picks again. And uh, that that will be the game. Your your primetime game on, on Friday without question. I mean, your spotlight game is going to be Michigan and Duluth. Okay. Oh, if I could be back up there just to see that one one more time, that would be. Right. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to be in Loveland. Well, I mean, listen. Hey, Colorado fans, I am coming your way again. Loveland, Colorado is beautiful. Um, I've already got my place booked again at, at Fort Collins. We're coming back, folks. Yeah, just uh, tell. Uh... Matthew, I, I, I need my uh, regional T-shirt. That's all I'm asking. Um, <laughs> Do they make them in your size? Because I got I a Dryden, I got a Dryden for Hobie. That, uh, yeah, you'd have to ask the tent size. maker. 
Um, <laughs> but that is going to be your marquee game on Friday, Michigan and Duluth. Yes. Because you have the name brand against the two-time defending champions. Yep. And oh, whoa, hold on a minute. Hold on. Did you just say the name brand against the two-time defending You're telling me that Minnesota Duluth is not the name brand anymore in college hockey? Uh, they are not. Oh, Scott Sandlin, are you listening? Time to get a hold of your boy and... Come on, Scott. Let's go. Come on. We can have this argument. We'll be here Tuesday night. Uh, So anyway, Minnesota Duluth, Michigan, I think we both agree on this. That will be the game of the opening round without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, that'll be the marquee game. There's no question. Um, And you will see the substitutes against BC. Once again, the name brands. Okay, um, uh, it'll be a little different because it they'll have the other two games will be regional finals, but they'll find a way to figure out how to put um, BC and Notre Dame in front of as many eyeballs as possible. Yep. Okay. Okay. So, and that's just so the reality of it. To kind of put a bow on this uh, as we go through these brackets, uh, Paul predicted and wanted chaos. Uh, we got chaos, and there yeah, was I think we did. Chaos. I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't think there's any question about it because there was no consistency in how they decided who was going to get in. Exactly, and we knew that. Uh, our man Frank Saratori told us that about a month ago, and he please said, "Please get me some tapes, please." He said, <laughs> "He said, how could we possibly pick a uh, an overall?" Um, thing when there's no, in his words, cross-pollination of conferences. Nobody played. And David Carl said that again, too. He said, you know, if you look at us over the last however many years, we've always played really well in non-conference. And to take our non-conference schedule away from us and use it against us to keep us out of a tournament, when we played, and I'll say this, I'm going to say Arizona State had the hardest schedule because you find – a, a team that had to go on the road and play all their games against Big Ten opponents and had the deck stacked again against them, but eh, the deck okay. stacked right. against them. Uh, well, there isn't one team that had so so Denver's number two as far as toughest schedule in my book. Okay, so here you go. You, you here's here's I am absolute. I am actually shocked by this. Okay, I am actually shocked by this because at least according to one website, they have the listings now, the schedule, and the times. And the the, the games on Friday, um, and I will try to translate this into Eastern time to make it simple. Uh, Bemidji, <laughs> Bemidji and Wisconsin will be at 1 o'clock. Guess where Paul lives, folks. Okay, go ahead. Duluth and Michigan will be at four o'clock. Okay. And streaming, by the way, not on no, one no. channel. Not on one of the networks. Okay. Not on one of the network channels. They do not have a listing for the Lake Superior and UMass game, which starts at six thirty Eastern. Nor do they have one for the AIC North Dakota game, which starts at nine thirty Eastern. Okay. Okay. Saturday, 
because this just goes to show you just how completely wrong I am. <laughs> okay. Now, although I, I Notre Dame and BC is going to start at one o'clock in the afternoon, Eastern. Eastern. Neither. I'm only giving you Eastern times. That. I, I, otherwise, everybody will get confused. Well, but, if you if that's one o'clock Eastern, I can do the math on this one going back yeah. four hours. And uh, or, what do you know? Why? Well, no, three. I'm sorry. Going back three hours from you, uh, where I live now, when the state that doesn't change its its time at all. Um, go back three hours, Paul. What time is that? That would be 10 a.m. Love that. 10 a.m. in the morning. Love that. Uh, um, yeah, that'll get a lot of viewers in Arizona. Okay, go ahead. Quinnipiac and Minnesota State at 4 o'clock Eastern. Yeah, I like that. No, no, no channel listed. Okay. One of the regional finals, three o'clock Eastern. No time listed. I mean, no station listed as of yet. Okay. Um, I'm assuming that these will all be on ESPN streaming services if they're not going to be on one of the regular channels. Uh, The other regional final will actually be at 5.30 Eastern time. I, I, I assume that these can change. But well, I, as of right yeah. now, no. They can change if there's overtimes. They can change. Well, over a lot I'm of just talking so. about in general. Yeah. All right, so you. then you got BU and St. Cloud at 6.30 Eastern time and Omaha and Minnesota at 9 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, okay. And then the two regional finals on the Sunday, uh, 3 o'clock Eastern time and 7 o'clock Eastern time. Okay, so what you're telling me, by about this time next Sunday, we're going to have a real good idea of who's going to the Frozen Four well, we'll in definitely Pittsburgh, know three Pennsylvania. Of, we'll yeah. definitely know three of the teams. Yeah. So um, that will be interesting. Maybe, maybe next week we have to bump everything back a little later. Let's get through the rest of the <laughs> I know. I know. My head how wrong again. I am about the schedule. I mean, uh, I'm shocked that that's the way they have it set up. Now, I don't know how and why they were decided because I was, wasn't in that room either. Yeah, you don't get into a lot of rooms, do you? Yeah, I'm not happy about this. <laughs> I need to be in this. I need to be in these rooms. <laughs> okay, folks. You heard it. That's the way it goes. I'm going to run through them one more time real quickly so you know uh, where your favorite team or teams are playing. Uh, or should have been right, right, Yeah, no, I'm not going that way. I'm just going to tell oh. you what they put down. Loveland, Colorado. Minnesota, Omaha. Uh, Minnesota State and Quinnipiac. Uh, Albany, New York. Albany, Albany, Albany. What do you call Albany? Okay. Boston College, Notre Dame, St. Cloud State, Boston University. Um, Bridgeport, Connecticut, correct? Correct. Wisconsin and Bemidji State, Lake Superior State and Massachusetts. Uh, let's jump up to Fargo, North Dakota, where the number one seeded North Dakota Fighting Hawks uh, will take on AIC. Really? Because that's not what they scream in the building. I know. I got it on tape, too, and I'm going to keep it. Um, hey, Eddie Christian, if you're listening, 
It's the Fighting Sioux. Okay. Uh, Minnesota Duluth and Michigan will round it out. Those are your 16 teams. One more time. Minnesota, Omaha, Minnesota State, Quinnipiac, Boston College, Notre Dame, St. Cloud State, Boston University, Massachusetts, Lake Superior State, Wisconsin, Bemidji State, Minnesota Duluth, Michigan, North Dakota, AIC are your 16 participants in the 2021 NCAA Men's Ice Hockey Tournament to be played for the title, the championship, the big trophy in uh, beautiful Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah, by the, the way, eighth, I want to throw... Semifinals on the 8th, and the 10th is the championship game. Okay? By the way, a, 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 uh, a shout-out to uh, the University of Wisconsin and their women's team who won their sixth national championship last night, beating Northeastern, beating Northeastern in overtime, uh, two to one, uh, in a tremendous, tremendous game. Uh, it was, it was a, a back and forth game. Um, it kind of opened up as the game went on, as teams got desperate to try and, uh, not go into overtime. Wisconsin scores first with about, seven minutes to go in the third period and Northeastern answers back about 40 seconds later. Um, and you know, it, it, the game ended the way overtime games tend to end on ugly sort of just throw the puck at the net and you never know what's going to happen kind of goals. Yeah. And, and that is exactly what happened last night. Um, the, the young lady that scored uh, the game-winning goal for Wisconsin last night uh, um, just threw the puck at the net, and it went in off the back of the Northeastern goalie. And, you know. They all count, Paul. Huh? Oh, no, they, they all, all count. count. No, there's no question. <laughs> there's no question. They, like I said, that's why – Wayne Gretzky said, you don't score on 100% of the shots you don't take. Correct. Okay? You throw the puck at the net. Can I start a, a rumor right off the get-go? Yeah, sure. Mark Johnson, uh, you have done as much as you could do in women's hockey. Congratulations on another national He's championship. not leaving. Uh, hold on. Let me start the rumor. Okay, there are two open spots in NCAA hockey that I know of. The University of St. Thomas. And Colorado College, Mark Johnson, Colorado College is calling your name because guess what? Your dad, Badger Bob, was the man for USA Hockey right down the street from Colorado College. They've got a brand new building. Get there. You've done everything you can in women's hockey. Mark Johnson, go say yes to Colorado College. He's not leaving. Okay. All right. I tried. Can't say I didn't give it an effort. Well, yeah, I, I, the only thing, <laughs> the, the crazy is, that, by the way, that kind of shocked the heck out of me to see all the white hair on his head last night. <laughs> yeah. Not quite the same. Mark Johnson, as you remember, in 1980. <laughs> uh, well, uh, my hair is not the same as it was in 1980 either. So, <laughs> True. Uh, but what a, tr- a tremendous, tremendous game last night. Um, they played their entire... Uh, tournament, by the way, I believe in Erie, Pennsylvania. Um, you know, good for them. Uh, just uh, 
I said it was it was just uh, it was a tremendous tremendous game last night, and uh, you know I don't know if anybody had you know if you had a chance to watch it then you know what I'm talking about, uh, and, and good for it was a it was it was an excellent excellent uh, very intense hockey game. Um, Northeastern has uh, been a top program in women's hockey for the last few years. And, uh, you know, they were kind of like last year's, they were the women's version of North Dakota last year, you know, really hot at the end of the season and didn't get a chance to play for championship. Um, and got it their chance last night. And there's, you know, Wisconsin won. It's not like Northeastern lost. Wisconsin just won. Yeah, that's what happens in an overtime game. One of the yeah. teams just wins. It's yeah. uh, not like they both didn't compete to get there. So, yeah. Okay, my friend, a big show coming up Tuesday. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. Just a big show coming up Tuesday. You will not want to miss it. I will remind you the Quad Pod of Hockey podcast is moving this week, just this week, from 7.30 p.m. Mountain Time to 6 p.m. Mountain Time if you want to listen live. If you uh, do your regular download or power to you, download it whenever uh, it's available after that. Yeah, it won't that, matter but... when we do it if you're downloading it, so. Yeah, but it will be live, folks, tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Mountain Time, again on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. Yeah, it's tournament time. I love it, Paul. It's going to be fantastic. I can't wait to get these games in. But for right now, I'll let you say goodnight, and I'll start uh, my trek back to Arizona. I got another five hours of driving or so until I complete this day, which started with my alarm going off in Grand Junction, Colorado at 4.15 a.m. Yeah, well, I don't miss that. That's the one thing I don't miss about not having to drive to work. Um, behind the masks, College Hockey Southwest Live on the Ice Time HockeySW.com network has been brought to you by Belfort, presenting partner of the Sunday special. Visit Belfort.com and explore the 2021 return of the legendary Ford Bronco. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, 100% blue agave, is used to make our unique tastes. Go to MexicanMoonshine.com to order any of our three award-winning flavors. Behind the mask, ice, in line, in net, up the ice. Whatever your hockey needs are, see our Three Valley locations or BehindTheMask.com. Burrito Express, homemade taste, takeout speed. Six East Valley locations. Go to BurritoExpress.com to find the one near you. Buy Verizon Wireless, the 5G coverage America's been waiting for. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. It's barbecue Las Vegas style. By the NCHC. Subscribe to NCHC and catch all of the action from the College Conference of Hockey Champions. Uh, Order now for next year. Why not? Cold beers and cheeseburgers. Sports craft beers. Made to order burgers. 12 Valley locations. Two in California. UNLV Hockey. ACHA Division I Hockey. Fabulous Las Vegas atmosphere. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. College Bar and Grill at 740 South Mill Avenue in Tempe. Pre-game, post-game, during the game, the place to be to be with ASU fans. College Hockey Southwest Live presented by Behind the Mask and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app and are available for download at iTunes, the Google Play Store, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. 
Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. Behind the Masks, College Hockey Southwest Live, and all of our weekly podcasts are a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Very well done, my friend. As uh, we sign off tonight, I'll tell you, um, it's beautiful here in Las Vegas. The sun is shining. It's a beautiful 67 degrees at 6.08 p.m. Um, Pacific time. <laughs> it was wonderful. actually pretty nice here today. Can't <laughs> complain. Okay, good. I didn't want to hear you complain anyway. But uh, thank you to everybody that uh, made this show go, uh, considering Paul and I struggled. And oh. a, big, a big thank you to the uh, the NCAA Selection Committee for giving us something to talk about for an entire year. Until this happens again next year, we will be talking about what in the world uh, happened, how did they come up with these 16 teams. But, hey, you know what? It, what's done is done. The 16 teams are in. Let's just watch some college hockey and see who wins the national championship again. Uh, don't bet against the two-time defending champions. That's all I've got to say. We'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein and the Peacemakers, De Niro. Good night. Good night, everybody.